Thanks for tuning in to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. Here you'll find tips, insight, and information to help your music and your ministry succeed. Whether you're a singer, a musician, or a songwriter, we want to help you where you are, but we also want to help you get to where you want to go. We believe that our talents are God's gift to us, but what we do with those are our gift back to God. Yesterday's information is important, but what we can learn today will make this the best day yet. Hey there, everybody. Rob Novell here, your host for the CNS podcast, The Best Day Yet. Welcome back to another episode. Um, really enjoy doing these each week and uh, enjoy the feedback that I'm getting. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of positive things that people are getting stuff out of this, and that's exactly why we're doing them. We we want to offer as much as we can at CNS. And over the last couple of years, we're just trying to find new ways to um, bring you tips, suggestions, useful information to help you with your music and to help you with your ministry. That's what the Charles Novell School of Music is all about, is helping train up and raise up the next generation of singers, musicians, and songwriters but as well the current, the ones that are here right now. So we're hoping that you're tuning into these each week. If you're just finding this, um, we're several, several dozen episodes in. So if you're just finding this, enjoy this, and then go back, look through. Um, we're leaving them up. They don't come down. I'm going to keep them online and archived for you to go back and listen to at any point that you would need to do so or want to do so. So look back through and enjoy those episodes. So uh, we are continuing our talk on goals. It's January. It's a new year. And we have talked about the importance of setting goals and um, also how to successfully achieve our goals that we set. And man, I hope um, we are like three on the third week of a new year, hoping that if you set some things, you're you're still sticking to those. And uh, you know what? If you have caved on something, it's okay. Just get back in and uh, just be faithful and committed to these goals that you set in your life. So we've talked about the importance. We've talked about how that they can motivate us to move forward. We're uh, constantly trying to, as I said earlier, find new ways to keep bringing new information to you to help you. So motivation is great. Sticking to something is great. Uh, so let's let's do this. We Today, I, I actually want to talk about specific goals, things that I think you could do in 2023 to help you with your music. Now, I love this. We, I get, I get um, kind of cornered with this question a lot in the area of songwriting. Um, man, my dad was felt so strongly about songwriting. He, he felt this way. He felt like everybody should be a songwriter. Some of our best songs come out of personal situations, personal stories, personal testimonies, and we all have them. We all have been through things where, you know what, God has proven to be faithful in our lives. Uh, he's, he's proven to be Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, Je- Jehovah Elion, God over everything in our lives. 
So why shouldn't we be able to share that story? So we encourage everybody to write songs, to put the pen to paper and share your story. Your story can't minister to someone if you don't share it. Now, you can just openly testify and give a testimony, but we're the Charles Neville School of Music. So we're encouraging the first kind of goal I want to give you this year or today for this year is this compose an original song. Now, again, for my songwriters out there, that's what you do. But you know what? That song that you've been putting off, that that topic that you just don't feel you can cover, I'm encouraging you, reach out, try some new things with your writing. If you've never written, sit down and try to compose a song. Watch what will happen for you. Number two, learn a new song. Set a goal to learn a new song every week. If you're a vocalist, put a new song into your repertoire, as we call it, every single week. If you're an instrumentalist, learn a new song each week on your instrument. That's an easy, 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 small task to ask and a small goal to set. But once you start accomplishing some of the small things, it's going to enable you to move on to some of those other things on the list that may be a little bit more of a challenge to you. Uh, the third thing, branch out, try a new instrument. Again, kind of back to songwriting. One of the one of the things that I hear the most in our songwriting sessions is this, Rob, I, I'm okay with writing lyrics, but I don't play any instrument of any type. Can you give me some tips to come up with the music side of things. Now, there are some things, and I've mentioned those to people, but I encourage everyone, and I want to encourage you today. If you don't play an instrument, set a goal this year to learn to play an instrument, the guitar or the piano. Set out to study and learn how to play one of those instruments. Every person that's listening to this podcast, you live in an area that has a local music store that offers private music lessons. Call them up, set up lessons with them. If you don't, we offer something at CNS called Creative Coaching. You can study with our staff, be it voice, piano, guitar, bass, drums, whatever the, the songwriting, whatever the area of emphasis would be, we can offer and help you with private lessons. We offer within our CNS teaching series, we offer instructional books. I have a guitar, a beginning guitar book that is out. I'm working on a beginning piano and a beginning bass guitar book. The neat things about these books, the, the guitar book has been released. The piano, the bass book are soon to come. All three of them are set up and geared for the Christian musician. Every example in the book is a Christian song, a hymn or a good gospel song. Listen, nothing wrong, and I use methods that have secular songs in them. There's nothing wrong with Merrily We Roll Along, Yankee Doodle, London Bridge, and Jingle Bells. Have, I have zero issue with those songs. But here's the thing. When I designed these teaching books, I did it to a point that you know what? As you learn to play, you're learning to play songs that you can actually use. When you first learn to play chords in this piano book, 
you could use that as an offertory at your church. You could use it to simply accompany yourself and sing along. It's an easy, uh, quick approach to learning how to play. So three, three things that you can do there. You can seek out your local music store. You can um, contact us at cnsmusic.com and we can help you with private lessons. And you can also contact us to purchase some instructional books. These books literally are self-teaching. You can take yourself through these books. So there's plenty of ways to set that goal of learning to play an instrument. If you currently maybe play the piano, you know what? Learn the guitar. Here's the neatest thing about instruments. If you understand music theory, this is why we offer theory classes at CNS each summer. If you understand theory, any instrument, you are, it's, you're capable of learning to play any instrument through music theory. You just need to understand the technique of that instrument. So we're encouraging you to learn, branch out, learn to play a new instrument. The fourth thing today, learn a new style or genre of music. Man, uh, my dad, and I am so thankful for this. Growing up, obviously, he was my biggest teacher, musical influence, my mentor. Um, he encouraged me early to be versatile, to be able to play different styles of music. That has opened so many doors for me along the way. It's enabled me to... Um, play in places that I never dreamed I'd, I would be able to play and minister in. And uh, through that versatility of learning other styles of music, that also encouraged me and motivated me to learn to play multiple instruments. So reach out. I, I think it's really, really important within our ministries to be versatile. Too many people are stuck in one lane and the bulbs on their turn signals have exploded. They're not even burnt out. They're, they're not even there, non-existent. They can't change lanes and try something new. And that's okay. I, you know what? I think we all have a passion. We all have something that, that drives us inside as far as a style or genre of music would go. But be open to kind of get outside of your box and to try something new. Some of the um, some of the things that I have learned in other genres, I have brought back into a to a different genre, and it's enabled me to expand my playing in this area here. The other thing I want to encourage you to, to do, musicians, instrumentalists, work specifically this year. Set a goal in the area of improvisation. Learn new ways and new things to do in the area of your improvising. One good way to do that, again, is to study and listen from other genres of music. I know for me, my chords began to expand and grow and um, develop when I started looking into contemporary music and jazz music. If we stay in Southern gospel, we're going to play one, four, five, an occasional two minor, six minor, and a major, or I'm sorry, a dominant seventh chord. Man, there are five different types of seventh chords out there. The two most commonly used are the dominant seven. We hear that all the time in country. We hear that all the time in Southern gospel. The second most uh, frequently used 
seventh chord is the major seventh. That lends itself more to contemporary music and definitely to jazz. Pianists, get into added chords. Get into um, ninths and thirteenths and uh, tenths with uh, a flatted fifth and, and diminish. Listen to all of these chords. Get in and study them and listen to what that they can do for your current playing. It will start to blow your mind the options that that will give you with your playing and specifically in this area of improvisation. Here's something um, I know a lot of us struggle with this is the area of promotion. Um, Set a goal this year, create a press kit for your band or update your musical resume if you're a soloist. Really look back at, at what you did at 22 Look at your bio, look at your information that, that potentially you, you have in place that you send out to churches or to pastors or to concert promoters, hoping and trying to get a date to come in and minister somewhere. Look at what you did. See if you need to update something from what you were sending out last year. If you don't have anything in place, man, set a goal this year to get some things in place. We've gone electronic. It's 2023. There are... Um, EPKs, uh, uh, electronic press kits. There are so many ways digitally that we can get our ministries out in front of people. Set a goal this year. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's where your goal starts. You start searching and finding out what um, a digital promotional packet would look like for you or for your ministry. That is the fifth thing that we're talking today. Let's go on. Number six, every week commit to doing something that inspires you musically. Set a goal each week. Do something that inspires you musically. What do I mean by that? You know what? Music, and I tell my students this all the time. On my worst day, I can sit down at a piano and play, and that becomes my best friend. It it becomes therapeutical for me. Some of those settings where I'm sitting down just playing inspires me to learn something new. Back to what we just talked about a while ago, this area of getting inspired each week in your music may go back to studying and listening to other genres of music. Man, you may find some things, and I know social media, we're, it's, we, y'all, we are the most complicated people in the world, people. People are the most complicated people. Do you, do you get that? <laughs> you can get on social media and see we're literally y'all will fight about genres of Christian music. We will fight over Bible translations. We Christians, we will spend more time arguing with each other when we could fuel that, that effort towards fight, <laughs> fighting the one thing that we do have in common and that's our enemy. So you know what? Get inspired, uh, commit to doing things that inspire you musically. Number eight, plan and record a music video. Uh, things are things are really truly changing in in the music industry. For, and this is happening in all genres of music. Radio still exists, and radio will be around. But artists are releasing lyric videos. They're releasing singles 
in video form versus the way it was 20, 30 years ago when an artist would release a single to radio. Uh, videos are being released these days. If you do not have any type of video for your ministry, set a goal this year. Look into it again. Just like we talked a while ago about maybe not understanding something, the first part of the goal may be doing the research to find out what does recording a music video for your ministry look like? What does it entail? How do you do it? Who do you contact? Who do you reach out to? Man, we work closely with God C Media in Nashville, and you can reach out. You can find them online, God C Media Management. They are great in this area of helping artists produce quality videos that will enable you to have something that you can release, something that you can put out there, something that people can see what your ministry is all about. So recording and planning for some type of music video this year. Number nine, uh, I'm sorry, number eight, create, create a practice schedule and stick to it. This one's huge. We could, we could, <laughs> walk the rest of this podcast out on this. I'm big in the area of practice. You know what? You, you, you play like you practice. And uh, sometimes we wonder why our performance went so bad. You know what? Backtrack. See what kind of practice you did leading up to it. Did you put enough effort into your preparation for your performance to expect the payout that you were looking for? You want to know why some of those offerings were so small? Backtrack. See how you prepared to go into that place. So create a practice schedule. Decide how much you're going to practice each day of the week. Yes, each day of the week. I don't believe in a day off. I believe in practicing. You know, the scripture talks about pray without ceasing. And we we look at that and we think, okay, does that? so I got to be on my knees 24-7 uh, with my hands folded and my eyes closed in prayer. No, that's not what that means. Praying without ceasing, uh, trust me, there are times, you, you, we've all been there. You roll into that that part of town where Clark Griswold says, roll them up, you know, lock the doors, roll the windows up. You roll into a, a, an awkward part of town and you start praying. You, you are praying without ceasing in that moment. Students, you're sitting there and that that exam is is passed out and, and you 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 try to keep from passing out. What are you doing? You're praying for guidance and help through that. Man, I think prayer, I think praying praying without ceasing just simply means prayer becomes lifestyle. Prayer becomes part of your day. You may, you know what? You may want to take certain times of the day and set aside to some serious, serious prayer time where you can get alone, not be distracted, not be interrupted and talk to our father. But man, there's other times in your car, your commute back and forth to work. You can be in this mindset of prayer. I think the same thing is true with our practice. I think we should practice without ceasing. So what does that mean? That doesn't mean we've got to be glued to our instrument or our microphone 24-7. That means in all areas of our day, while we're at work, while we're in that, that staff meeting that should have been an email, we could be thinking about our music and we can be practicing literally in our mind. So put a practice schedule together and stick to it. Stick to it. Here's one that I love. Identify the excuses identify the excuses and you know what bury them destroy them get them gone throw them out the window find the excuses in your music 
and in your ministry. What do I mean by that? I don't think I have to explain it. We all say, well, if I could do this or if I could do that. So it's playoff season. Um, my Bengals who day won uh, the wild card div- divisional game last night. Uh, or I'm sorry, Sunday night against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm excited. I'm happy. We move on. Adjust in advance. This time of year, you're just happy to play another game. Was it the best game we played? No. But guess what? We are still home, and Baltimore had to fly back to Baltimore. I'm sorry if you're a Ravens fan. I will add you to that prayer, uh, praying without ceasing. I will add you to my prayer list on a daily basis. But listen, today on social media, I'm seeing excuse after excuse after excuse from Raven fans as to why Not that they lost the game, but the excuses are why the Bengals won the game. So find those excuses and eliminate those, those things where you say, you know what, maybe you sang with multiple groups and, um, so-and-so seemed like they had more time. And, you know, if, if your excuses, well, if I could have had more time, just find the excuses in your ministry, eliminate them, eliminate them, set a goal this year. We've talked about it's, it's, we need to change our mindset with things even more so, even more so than changing our approach to things and and our, maybe our execution of things. We need to change our mindset and how we approach things. Here's one. You know what? We'll probably close with this. A good goal to set this year. You've all got that piece of equipment that microphone, that new sound system, that new um, instrument that you want to purchase for your ministry. Set a goal. Start putting money back for that now. Be much easier if you started saving at the beginning of the year to get something mid-year than to try at the last second to pull things together. So set goals for budgeting in your finances to plug that money back in to your ministry. Here's another thing you should start doing now. It is January. We are seven months away from CNS 23 at Murray State University in Murray, Kentucky, July 16th through the 23rd. Man, if you can be there, you need to mark it on your calendar. Start saving your money now. We have scholarships available. We have um, recruiting plans to help you get to CNS. Literally, we make it so easy. Our tuition, you all, our tuition is not expensive. When you factor in the tuition covers um, room and board for um, six nights, five full days of classes, all the tuition, all the curriculum, everything is included in the tuition you get one set of private lessons, which means you're going to study for 30 minutes each day of the week with a private instructor. What area area of emphasis that you pick? Voice, piano, guitar, bass guitar, drums, songwriting, sound systems, technology, whatever you decide you want to study, that's included. Also, uh, 15 meals for the week. All of your meals are included. The tuition is just $6.95. It is not expensive when you look at the value of, of our what, what you get for what we are asking you to invest. So start now budgeting and planning financially to be with us at CNS 23. I promise it will change your life 
and it will change your music and it will change your ministry. Don't have time to get into the testimonials of all the people that have come to the school, have learned something, have picked up just a little nugget that then in return changes their whole outlook and approach to their ministry. We, they come back a year later and not even a year later, I'll get phone calls. I'll get texts and say, Rob, guess what is going on in my ministry? And here's why such and such guests that you brought in on Tuesday, the second day of the school, and they said something that changed my way of thinking, changed my approach and look what God is doing now in my ministry. So listen, a goal this year set at this point of the year to be with us at CNS 23. We have some amazing guests that are going to be with us this year. Our faculty is second to none. I am already uh, scheduling and lining up our guest instructors, our evening concerts. Y'all, this is shaping up to be absolutely the best school that we've ever had. Now, I know everybody says that. You know what? But here's the thing. I'm truly going to back that up. When you start seeing who we're bringing in this year, you're going to understand exactly why I'm saying that. So start now. Start budgeting. Put it on your calendar. You know what? Sometimes if there's a thousand steps between us and our breakthrough, God will take 999 if we take the first one. You know what? The area of you attending CNS 23 that first step may be as easy as you blocking those dates, July 16th through the 23rd, you blocking those dates out on your calendar. That might be the first step and God will take the other 999. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Hope you got something out of this. We're going to continue talking in this area of goals through this entire month of January. Y'all be blessed and I truly, truly, truly hope that this will be your best day yet. Thanks for listening to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name The Charles Novell School of Music. And for more information on CNS and our upcoming events, like our online school, our weekend regional sessions, our creative coaching, and our pastor's retreat, you can visit us at our website at www cnsmusic.com As you've listened to this episode, we hope that you've gained some information that you can apply to your music and to your ministry to make today the best day yet.